Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Galatians. Today is episode 343. We're looking at Galatians 3, verses 26 through 29. Let's read our passage. For through faith you are all sons of God in Christ Jesus. For those of you who were baptized into Christ have been clothed with Christ. There is no Jew or Greek, slave or free, male and female, since you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise. Well, Paul is making his argument to the Galatians about justification by faith. There is a group of people, Jews, who are in Galatia trying to convince people that they cannot become Christians without first becoming Jews that God has made a covenant with the Jews. And if you want to be made right with God, then you must become a Jew. Paul's arguing against that. No, you do not have to be circumcised. You do not have to follow the Jewish rules in order to be made right with God. You can only be justified that is made right with God through faith. Faith in Jesus Christ. So let's begin here in verse 26. He says, For through faith you are all sons of God in Christ Jesus. This is kind of a a linchpin in the argument here. Everything prior to this in chapter 3, verses 6 through 25, points at this statement. Then things that follow it from uh, chapter 3, verse 27 through chapter 4, verse 31, kind of flow out of it. So this is a huge statement he's making right here. For... Through faith, you are all sons of God in Christ Jesus. For, that's a transitional word. And this is following on what we looked at last time, where he talked about the law being our guardian. And since faith has come, we're no longer under a guardian. So why is it that the law is no longer our guardian? Because we're now sons of God in Christ Jesus. We no longer need this babysitter, this tutor, this uh, prison guard even, uh, to, to take care of us, we're now adopted by God as children through faith in Jesus Christ. So there's things here he points out. One is that you're sons of God. That is, you're God's family. You are children of God. Who? You all. Now, who's he talking to? You all doesn't mean everyone in the world. It means the people of the church, the people of faith, the people he's talking to. He's primarily talking to Gentiles. There are some Jews there too. But he's talking to anyone who's come to faith in Jesus Christ. You are children of God. And so it's a, it's a familial thing, a family. And that is through faith. How are you made a child of God? Through faith. Specifically, faith in Christ Jesus. Not faith in anything else. Only faith in Christ Jesus. This is a kind of a side point, but sometimes people throw around, well, everybody's a child of God. No. No. Who are the children of God? Those who have responded through faith. Faith in Christ Jesus. The, The biblical narrative is not everybody's a child of God. But people are estranged from God. People are not related to God. People are children of the darkness, children of the devil. 
And it's only when they come to faith, faith in Jesus, then they are adopted by God because of that faith. So who are the children of God? Those who have come to faith, faith in Jesus Christ. Verse 27, he says, For those of you who were baptized into Christ have been clothed with Christ. Now, we don't want to try and make this say that baptism somehow completes salvation. Some people want to make that, not necessarily from this passage, but they, they want to make the argument that you're not completely saved until you've been baptized. Well, that's going against what he's arguing about. He's arguing that you were justified through faith, not faith in baptism, not faith in works, not faith in anything else. You're justified through faith alone, faith in Jesus Christ. So those of you who were baptized into Christ, who is baptized into Christ? Those who've responded in faith, those who've come to faith, those who believe, those are the people who are baptized and baptized into Christ, have been clothed with Christ. There's some arguments exactly what the imagery there is. But remember, baptism was not anything new. It was just adopted by the Christians as a symbol of coming to faith, symbol of new life. The, the act of baptism is symbolic of the, the death of the old self and the 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 birth of the new self, the resurrection of the new self. It's uh, symbolic of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Often in early baptisms, you would uh, take off your old clothes, be baptized, and then put on new clothes as part of the symbolism of it here. So some people think that's what's really referring to here, being clothed in Christ. Putting on Christ is the, the idea of the, the new you in Christ. But don't try to make it that baptism somehow completes salvation. The, the understanding is everyone who comes to faith is baptized. So who, who are those who are baptized? Those who come to faith. And everyone who comes to faith will then be baptized as a public statement of their faith. Then verse 28. There is no Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female, since you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, what does he mean here? He's talking about that which separates people into groups. They're separated by ethnicity, separated by gender, separated by economic status. But there is no separation like that in Christ. We are all God's children so it doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter what you look like, doesn't matter anything about you, those who've come to faith in Jesus Christ are now children of God. Because that's, that's all that matters. You are all one in Christ Jesus. This is speaking to the unity of the followers of Christ. There are no lone rangers in Christianity. We are uh, saved individually through individual faith in Jesus Christ but saved into this family of God so we were all children of God part of God's family siblings with one another brothers and sisters under Christ and this speaks to the unity of this community of faith verse 29 and if you belong to Christ then you are Abraham's seed 
heirs according to the promise. So we've been talking about Abraham throughout this. That Abraham was given this promise, the covenant by God, a promise that he would have many descendants, and through his descendants, all the people would be blessed. Now Paul's making the argument. He's not talking about through the the population of the Jewish people, although that is the population on which Jesus comes. It is a specific descendant, Jesus Christ, who is the one who will be the blessing for all people. And it's a blessing for all of those who are the seed of Abraham, which is a spiritual lineage. Anyone who comes to faith in Jesus Christ is a child of Abraham and now an heir of that promise to Abraham. And that promise is the blessing. So who receives the blessing? Those who are the spiritual seed of Abraham. So the followers of Christ, the believers in Christ Jesus, those who come to faith, they receive that blessing, which comes from the seed of Abraham, Jesus Christ. The blessing that was promised to Abraham back in Genesis And we know now what that blessing is. That is salvation, forgiveness of sin through faith. Abraham was justified by faith. Abraham believed and was credited to him for righteousness. And that's the standard, is coming to God is always through faith. There's nothing that we can do to earn God's favor. All we can do is accept God's favor through faith. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Galatians.